This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, episode 306. Make sure you go check us out on MarkingOut.com. You can listen to all of our past episodes. Also on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher Radio. Also go buy our t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Go give us a like on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Also, go check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash out 11 If you want to hit us up in the email, send us some stuff, goodies, mp3s, out one at gmail.com. You can go follow us on Twitter at out at DaveTheRave underscore M-O because it is me, it is me, it is Dave the Rave, And I am here with Brandon. You can go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing awesome as always. My bad. I didn't realize you were not done asking that question. That's all right. Chime <laughs> right in there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how was your week? My week was pretty great. It flew by, I feel like. It's getting really cold up here. I don't know if it's getting cold down on good old LI, but up here it's getting in the single digits uh, at well, times. I'm, well, I mean – not now. Now it's like 34 degrees, but like last night when I went to sleep, it was like 19 degrees. Yeah, last night it was like like 6 degrees up here or something like that, but it's snowing right now. Yeah, Brandon. right now right now it's just raining, but it did snow. The, the ground is covered. Do you like snow? I don't, Are you a snowman? I mean, I'm not a snowman. You're not a snowman? I'm a, a snow Heyman guy, though. Snow Heyman. That was you stupid. Know? I, I were Yeah, no, that was really bad. That. <laughs> I feel kind of offended for every person that is listening right now that they just heard you say that joke. I'm a Snow that's, Heyman guy. That was yeah, so stupid. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Is it really marky that when I was talking about snowmen, all I was thinking about was Al Snow? Yeah. Where he had that tire? I guess, yes, it is. Because, uh, I mean, <laughs> in 2016, when you hear Snowman... The only thing that like really comes to mind right now is is Frozen, I guess. Yeah. Do you want to build a snowman? Yeah. I still think of that Seth Rollins clip with her. With who? Um, with the the intertwined with the, the mashup with Frozen. Oh, I don't know if I know it. Where he's like, "Shut the hell up." Okay, bye. Oh, or something like that. Yeah, I don't know it. I might have to. Maybe I've seen it. I just yeah, right it's now. a few years old already. Have you ever uh, done a snow angel in the snow? I don't know if necessarily it would come out like a snow angel, but <laughs> yes, I've done that. What do you think it came out like? Uh, uh I don't know. A hippopotamus. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what wow, it certainly sucks. doesn't. I no, I mean it doesn't. I mean, I'm a lot bigger, so it doesn't look like a what an angel looks like. I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess that's that's true. 
So how does? But if that, I mean, it doesn't. That's it. Does definitely doesn't look like a hippo. It's just like I don't know what. Oh, yeah. Maybe it looks like a balloon with like. Wow, Dave. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what about like if it looked like what's her face from uh Willy Wonka the blueberry? Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I was Violet. Yeah. I was going to say maybe what? maybe a Christmas tree or something. <laughs> yeah, about that one. But what were you going to ask me after that? What was I going to ask you? That is a good question. I thought you were in like the middle of a question. I don't know. No, I was in the middle of a question, but then you interrupted me, and then I forgot my question. So how about them apples? It yeah. involved the snow. No, it did not involve the snow. It did not. It's lost. It's not coming back. Yeah. We fun. I don't know. I don't know. But how was your week? It was good. Um, the last time on the show when you like made a joke about me going to the driving range uh-huh. in like colder weather, I actually I actually ended up not going. Um, but this week I went and it was freezing cold. Why would you go to the driving range right now? I just my friend wanted to go and I was like, okay, sure, I'll, I'm down, I'll chill. And yeah, and it was, you legit chilled. Yeah, literally. And like I, I, I was debating whether or not I should bring uh, that flannel that I, I got for Halloween. Uh-huh. And I, I'm glad I brought it. I want to get a nice, uh, like actual, like cool, nice, like fleece flannel or whatever it is. What kind of material is a flannel? Like the comfortable one. I guess fleece. I don't know. Right? Yeah, but. I was lucky. I was glad to have that. And then, uh, yeah, I baked cookie this cookies this week. What kind of cookies did you bake? Chocolate chip. Ooh, chocolate chip. Wasn't impressed with them. Was not impressed. Right now, we actually have uh, cookies and cream uh, cookies to be made. It sounds terrible. I don't know. It sounds delicious to me. I don't like cookies and cream, so. Why? Whoa! Hold the phone. You do not like cookies and cream. No. Uh, How? Well, I mean, because I don't like white chocolate, first of all. It's not you real like chocolate. chocolate. No, it's not real chocolate. How Simple is that? that? How? It's made of. It's made from the butter of the plant. It's not even. It's not even made from the the bean or whatever. It's the butter from the bean. I like white chocolate. It's not. It's disgusting. It's not chocolate. All right. So then after that. Milk chocolate? Milk, milk chocolate, 100%. Yeah. Right? I, I would go with milk over dark. Definitely. Yeah, I don't, I don't really... I mean, yeah, I don't want dark chocolate, which is why I'm so disappointed with the fact that they don't make, like, Mounds. A Mounds bar is dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Almond Joys are milk chocolate. They don't make milk chocolate Mound bars here. Yeah. I want that. I don't want dark chocolate mounds. I, I've i always been interested in trying them, but I the dark chocolate always turned me off from it. Just – and sometimes the really dark chocolate I don't get. Like it's so like bitter. Yeah. I don't get how people can eat that and enjoy it. They're like, oh, I'm so healthy. I love eating this dark chocolate. Oh, I want I, to smother I love, myself in this dark chocolate. I love eating this 98% dark chocolate. It's like, are you kidding me? It tastes like I'm eating cocoa. 
I bought this $8 bar of 9.999. No, it should be 99.999. Right. Not 9.99. Right. I I really. That's the WWE Network uh, (laughs) dark chocolate bar. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, I, I got the, the Zack Ryder WrestleMania 32 plaque in the mail. Mark! Yeah, I mean, come on. Have to be. <laughs> that was a cool moment. And uh, I was super satisfied with the... Like, normally... Like, I've had so many problems with WWE Shop in the past. Yeah, especially with so their sign stuff. stuff yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, it is their mess-up, so you... Rightfully so. But in regards to, like, their signed merchandise and stuff, like, I've had so many mess-ups with them, and uh, this one I couldn't have been more pleased. Is it, is it signed by Zack Ryder or no? Yeah, but the... Freaking autograph is the his newer autograph. Unlike it's the one, it's not the one that's on the plaque on WWE Shop. So I, I'm assuming maybe the one on WWE Shop is is uh, photoshopped on. Mm-hmm. But it's that like that's not the way he signs his name. Well, that's not the way he signed his name back in the day. The one that's currently on. Yeah. Like, you, you know how he changed the autograph, right? I think so. How it used to actually read out Zack Ryder. Now it's just like the Z and the R with the Ryder oh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's still, I mean, I, it's still his autograph. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was it cool. It comes with the piece of the ladder from WrestleMania 32. That's pretty cool. I don't know which ladder. Yeah, they used a bunch of ladders. Yeah, so that's a cool thing. But it's like right. it's like so many. I've had so many problems with their plaques in the past and stuff. It's just like I hate WWE shops sometimes. I really, I'm thinking about buying that Shinsuke Nakamura T-shirt, the one with the hands on it. Yeah. I think that I like those vintage shirts that they have. Yeah, I wish some of those vintage shirts came in my size. I wish that they had the Shinsuke Nakamura vintage shirt in a medium. I wish they would come in Brandon size. Hashtag Brand, Brand, Brandon size. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag cooking with Brandon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cooking with Brandon five X. Wow, Dave. episode episode five wow, X. Dave. <laughs> L. That's not what it is. <laughs> that would be, isn't it? It's cooking with Brandon episode five. No. Mm-hmm. So it's the five XL episode. I don't, I don't understand why you're saying that. <laughs> 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 well, you know, I, I heard it the first time. I, I I definitely heard it the first time. Sorry, sorry. I shouldn't, shouldn't shouldn't go there. Bringing up really, really harsh flesh wounds of yours. That's My bad. A flesh wound. I don't. I don't think I have any flesh wounds. So. Yeah, that's very true. It's not really a flesh wound. It would be more of a mental wound. But did you watch SNL this week? I did. Because okay. I watch it every week. Well, do we speak about this now, or is this uh, no, foreshadowing? We could later? watch it. No, you could watch it now. I mean, talk about it now. <laughs> well, I can't really watch it now. But what did you think about? It? I we I turned in for a few skits, and I uh, thought the writing sketches, of, sketches, and I thought the writing <laughs> of it wasn't really. I don't know what what did, what part did you see that was like that said I oh this it. isn't done. When I, I tuned in late, I tuned in during the um. The college athlete sketch where he was on trial. Right? That was funny as hell. Really? <laughs> he told him was... that, dude, they gave him the simplest thing to report on. Yeah, and I thought that was stupid. I thought that I, was funny. I don't know. I think I was definitely more impressed when The Rock was on there. Dude, he's played 
he played Rob Gronkowski. I didn't see that sketch yet, but and even they, but, they, they did the Karate Kid or no the Karate Teen. Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't impressed with that either. Are you kidding me, dude? His voice in that was hilarious. I I don't know. I think that the writing, the creative staff for SNL just isn't what it used to be. I just think you're not funny. You don't know. You don't I am know very funny. funny. Brandon, you tried to tell a joke earlier and it fell flat. Oh, did I? Because I don't remember telling a joke that fell flat. Oh, that's because everyone <laughs> has selective uh, memory. Oh, what was this joke said that was said flat? I don't remember. Oh, because there was no such joke. Oh, okay. are you referring so, to my? Are you referring? Questions. Are you referring to my Snow Heyman guy joke? Yes. It was not a joke. I truly am a Snow Heyman guy. Oh, are you now? Which I, again, regret saying, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Oh, no. We already spoke about Dr. Strange. Yes, we did. Anything else to mention about this week? Um, Fuller House came out last week after. Fuller we House? I still have to watch the season one for Fuller House. Yeah, you don't have Netflix, so you got to get on that. Yeah, no, I got to get my Netflix going. All right, so let's get on with the show, and we can talk about some outside-the-ring news. Uh, earlier this week, Cody Rhodes revealed that he is the newest member of the Bullet Club. He's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom 11 facing Juice Robinson, a.k.a. C.J. Parker. Uh, I thought that this promo that they put out was really awesome. And on the same, um, also, the same by level— by the way, technically, yeah. it's, it's F.K.A.? FK? Since, since he's not also known as. Oh, yeah, formerly known as. Yeah. Which is from, he's from NXT in case no CJ Parker <laughs> doesn't ring a bell to anyone here. Yeah, so, I was really impressed with that promo that he did. I'm excited for this. I think that this could be a little bit of a, I'm, I'm curious to see what the Bullet Club's going to do now. I think that they have to eliminate a few people from the Bullet Club. A few? Like, There's like a million members of the Bullet Club. I think they need something big to reinvent Bullet Club because since uh, AJ Styles left and um, Finn, Balor. Finn Balor and stuff and uh, Guns and Gallows, it hasn't been the same. They, New Japan Pro Wrestling really hasn't had that much spark. I mean, how many times can you see Tanahashi versus Okada and um, all these other wrestlers? They yeah. need something to spark it. So Cody Rhodes can be that spark that they need. And then on the other hand, Kenny Omega has been tweeting about a powerful guy being in the Bullet Club or something like that, which a lot of people are speaking. Maybe Ryback's going to join Bullet Club. Really? What is your yeah? What is your thoughts on Ryback with Bullet Club in New Japan? Because he's made mention that he wanted to wrestle for New Japan or, or in Japan. I mean, I get. I really. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I guess. But it's just like it's funny because like. With Cody Rhodes joining Bullet Club, it's like completely opposite of how anyone else does it. Well, I mean, Luke Gallows was in WWE, but like nowhere near as big as he was when he was with Bullet Club. Like Bullet Club's his peak, probably. Um, I, I agree with that. So it's funny. It's like people join Bullet Club and then go to WWE. So here, Cody Rhodes is like in WWE, and then he's going to be in Bullet Club. But I think that this is different because this is also him 
le- uh, living out his kind of desires. He wanted to. He wants to wrestle for New Japan. You know. You, you mean you mean like, you mean you couldn't just say leaving out his dream? I was going to. Was it too but, cliche? Uh, wow. Okay. Now I, get it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> but. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's using New Japan as a stepping stone to get back to WWE. Right, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird that, like, normally, like, it's reverse kind of, but... I mean, like Kenny Omega. Omega is in New Japan because he wants to be in New Japan. Not, I mean, from what I could believe, he doesn't want to go back to WWE anytime soon. He loves New Japan. And I think that's really... I'm okay with all this. I don't think it... I don't see it as backtracking or anything like that. No, I don't think it's backtracking. I just think it's funny that it's, like, reversed. I, I kind of respect that, you know? And I think that's awesome that he's getting this chance and opportunity to wrestle a lot of his fantasy opponents. I would like to see I would like to see uh, Cody Rhodes and Bullet Club kind of turn on, Ome- on Omega and kick him out. And then Cody takes over as leader. I wouldn't mind seeing Cody Rhodes as the leader, but I want to see, like, I, I, I want to see a change of guard, like, completely with Bullet Club. But also, New Japan needs to, I don't, I don't, I really don't know what's going on with New Japan, to be honest with you. I mean, the last time we watched was really when Nakamura was still there. Yeah. I mean, I saw, I saw their lineup for Wrestle Kingdom um, 11. Uh-huh. It looks pretty good. And I'm sure that it's going to be like – I'm sure if we watched it, we'd be like, yeah, this is definitely going to be an event of the year. You know what I mean? Like I'm sh- I have no doubt in my mind that some of these New Japan shows that have went on this year could be argued that they could be uh, the top show of the year or even some of the matches on the card, the top best uh, match of the year. But the thing is we don't really hear about it as much as we used to, I feel. Yeah, right. I mean, it's also not on pay-per-view here like it was two years ago. Yeah, it's so getting it's more like, and more difficult to watch it. Yeah, but, like, it, it's – and it's also weird because, like, I mean, you have, like, our, like the Ring of Honor Championship was is going to be on the line then. Mm-hmm. So, it's, I mean, it's a rematch, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. That should be a really good match. I'm always a fan of their matches. Um. But yeah, it's like there's yeah I guess because we don't know the names as much like we know the names but we don't know as much about them yeah that it's just like we don't we it's impossible to follow yeah no I I agree but the main event for Wrestle Kingdom eleven is Okada versus Omega for the championship so all right. At least Who's I would the current champion? Omega, right? No, Okada is. Okada? Yeah. Okay. And then the Intercontinental is Naito. Mm-hmm. Open weight, the never open weight is uh, Shibata. Okay. The junior heavyweight is Kushida. I did, I, I did pop for uh, Shibata being mentioned by Moro. For, for what part? 205 or on SmackDown? No. Maybe he was raw. I forgot. At some point, he mentioned uh, well, Shibata. It would have been either two hundred five or. Oh, Smackdown. he mentioned it with Gallagher. Gallagher headbutt. He said oh. he made reference to that headbutt being uh, Shibata like. Yeah. Which I know you hate. Like not you. You don't hate Shibata, but you hate him referencing. No, I Hulk. hate Moro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I really like I can't stand his commentary. And that's understandable. Yeah. But there oh. there needs to be a, a big change with Bullet Club. Yeah, I agree. So, so hopefully hopefully Cody Rhodes will bring new light into it. Yeah. Make it fresh again. Even though Cody even though you'll hear you'll hear people like, Oh, Bullet Club is super fresh. Like, how dare you? Blah blah blah. Let, yeah, we're gonna buy their marks. merch. We're gonna buy all their pro wrestling merchandise. And it's like, whatever. I don't I'm not gonna argue with you guys. Yeah, it's too, it's like it's like close minded with it. They're they're the exact same mindset as a Charlotte Fair a Charlotte Flair fan. I agree. So, so all right, Booker T, he said he's gonna be running for mayor of Houston, Texas in twenty twenty. Um that should be interesting. Probably another failed mayoral. Is that a word? Mayor? Eh, I don't May- know. Mayorial, Why not? Yeah, mayorial run. Yeah. Um. But he's got a he's got a decent story to back him up. Yeah, but he also has a background that isn't really the most politically. Well, that's sound. what I'm saying. It's like he came from. Really came from nothing. Really, yeah, really nothing, and it was basically him and his brothers and his, I think, sisters. I think he had sisters. Um, basically, him being raised by Stevie Ray, mm-hmm. and they got involved with drugs and gangs and everything. But then, one day, Booker T completely they just turned it around and then became the legendary tag team Harlem Heat, legendary. Six-time WCW champion, Booker T. Yeah. So, I mean, he, that's like a complete turnaround. So there's there's story behind that where he could go to events and speak like, man, I know what it's like to grow up in the city of Houston. I know, like, I was that guy. And I, I don't want to see more people fall into the path that I fell into early on in life. Mm-hmm. I don't know how a mayor does stuff like that. Maybe get do they keep drugs off the street? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So it should but. be interesting. We'll see more about it in three years when it's 2019 and he's actually running. But uh, uh, big news this week: it was rumored that Chris Hero will be returning to NXT as Cassius Ono. Um, but then Chris Hero tweeted about his disappointment for journalism. Yeah, so it makes makes you wonder if this is all just rumors or if he's just covering it up. Yeah, because there, I mean, there then there were also on top of on top of him saying that there were rumors of uh, of him. The only thing left for him to do now is to pass the physical. Yeah, so we'll see a little bit more about that. That would be interesting to see if he and that would be interesting if he just comes in and. Costs like Cesaro and Sheamus the championship. It wouldn't make sense because he's like... It wouldn't at all. I mean, because specifically more so because they said NXT. Oh. Hmm. I could see him doing well, but I also... I don't know. I guess his new physique and everything has been working for him. And I can't really comment too much because I've only seen like a few gifts and stuff like that. So I mean, yes, he did get heavier, but he 
I mean, he still moves exactly the same. So, but also according to a few interviews, he's intentionally gotten heavier because he wanted to do different style and everything like that. He's, but I don't know. He's wrestling the same way. I thought. Um. Yeah, but now he's more of a. Uh, what is it? Um. Uh, like a Stan Hansen ish. Oh, As compared yeah. to before, now he's more a Stan Hansen figure, like physique. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure they were signing him on for 205 Live, though. So, <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, but speaking of 205 well, Live, though, uh, Tajiri is officially they made that announcement this week that he's going to be coming back for that. Very awesome. I, I know we said it last week on the show. We just weren't sure in what capacity Tajiri will be returning, but they made that. I'm so happy with that. That's gonna be awesome. I agree. And it's like I'm like so angry and like not angry, but like disappointed, angry mm-hmm. with. Uh, I mean, there's no SmackDown events coming up on Long Island or New York. Well, City. hopefully at some point they are. Yeah, I would love to see 205 Live. I agree. Um, well, going with WWE announcements, WWE also announced that their first ever WWE United Kingdom champion is going to be crowned during a live WWE Network two-night tournament on Saturday, January 14th, and Sunday, January 15th, 2017. They, Some of these, what's that? I was going to say, they also announced uh, Nigel McGuinness signed yeah. with WWE for this. Uh, a lot of people thought he was going to be a performance center coach, uh, but I guess as of now, he's he's just going to be commentating the event with Michael Cole, which is so awesome. Like he's a name that I always forget about because I don't watch Ring of Honor, but watching him versus Daniel Bryan was probably one of my favorite matches, and it's just unfortunate that he can't perform in the ring anymore. And yeah, but look at this list of competitors. Uh, some of them known. I mean, some of, of all, them. First of all, I don't know a bunch of these guys. Yeah, some of them unknown. And it, but... it's weird, like, cause, like when you hear that WWE is doing a United Kingdom Championship tournament, uh, I kind of, I'm kind of disappointed that that Galloway's not in this. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe he will show up. But I don't know. Like, that would be interesting if he interfered in a match. I don't know and, what his TNA status is. I don't know either. But that would be interesting if he interfered or did a run in and been like, I should have been invited into this tournament. WWE fears me. I was the chosen one. And I think that would be interesting. Imagine this was all the plan, like all along. Like, they're like, WWE knew. In 2009 or whenever he debuted, that one day we're going to have a tournament on the non-existent WWE Network for you, where you're going to be crowned the first ever United Kingdom champion. That would be interesting. But so, yeah, so some of the people in the tournament, you got uh, Trent Trent Seven, uh, Pete Dune, Tyler Bate, Wolfgang, Tyson, T-Bone, Tucker, Jordan Devlin. Uh, Roy Johnson, Joseph Connors, H.C. Dyer. Uh, Jack Stars, Sam Gradwell, James Drake, Dan Maloney. Chris, Chris Tyler. Tyler. Saxon Huxley, Ringo Ryan, and Tyler uh, Tiger Al- Ali. So, And two of the competitors are going to be alternates. So but, it's a 16-man tournament. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So it should be interesting. I didn't. I didn't know if WWE was going to be airing it on the network here, if it was just exclusive to England or United Kingdom, I should say, not England. And they even have Finn Balor uh, make an appearance too, talking about it. Yeah. So at their press conference, it should but, be. It should be interesting. I guess uh, maybe they're not doing a, a female tournament. I mean, maybe there is. There's still rumors of that female tournament. Well, like to uh, have. I mean, January and then. Also have more January stuff for, or February. I don't know. Me neither. Um, on other news with it, uh, apparently Mick Foley is going to be taking time off. Uh, he's not scheduled to be on WWE television for the rest of the year. He's supposed to take off time for to be with family and for like do his volunteering at Santa. Yeah. yeah, there's two weeks left. <laughs> well, even but, so, I mean, like, it's two weeks. I mean, Stephanie McMahon missed the past like month. She wasn't Which, on television for like four weeks. Apparently, he's written off TV until January second. So I'm curious to see if he just won't appear as GM, or if maybe Braun Strowman's going to take him out and cause him to miss some time, like miss some time to not appear on TV. That's, huh? a, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. So, all right. Let's see. Uh, indie results, CZW, Cage of Death, 18 and Voorhees, New Jersey, took place on the 10th. Dave Chris defeated Alexander James, A.R. Fox, Jimmy Lynn, Tim Dunst, Tony Deppin, uh, Deppin, and Zachary Wentz. Greg Excellent picked up the victory over Homicide. Yeah, you also had, uh, Dub Boys defeating Johnny Yuma and Kevin Martinson. Shane Strickland defeated Desmond Xavier. You also had Shane uh, CCW Tag Team Title Match EYFBO defeated the Hit Squad to become the new Tag Team Champions. Go on. Uh, you had also <laughs> Scarlett, uh, Scarlett and Graves then no, defeated. Oh yeah. Defeated EYFBO to become the uh, Tag Team Champions. Leo Rush so, yeah. picked up the victory <laughs> over Sammy Callahan. And also, I guess, uh, also uh, when House of Hardcore was going to do, I think it was Leo, it was Tony Nese versus Phoenix, I think. Mm-hmm. But that event switched to uh, Leo Rush and Callahan. Uh, not Leo Rush and Callahan. Leo Rush and Tony Nese. But we'll yeah. cover, we're going to cover that next week, so. Yeah, um, CCW world title was on the line. Joe Gacy defeated Jonathan Grisham to become the new uh, CCW champion. So congratulations to Joe Gacy. Yeah. Uh, there was a death match. Ricky Shane Page picked up the victory over Danny Havoc. And then you had a cage of death match. Dale Patrick, Devin Moore, Drew Blood, and Josh Crane defeated Johnny Claxton, Jeff Cannonball, Joey Janela, and Matt Tremont. Yeah, and I saw Joey Janela was in the hospital and then still made it to Beyond Wrestling the next day. So, like, Did you see Joey Janela tweet, uh, post about the uh, Toto video, Africa? No. Where so- someone put a mashup of the music video, Toto, Africa, and every time they show the, main sing- the lead singer of Toto, they show Joey Janela. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's actually I know, pretty funny. Well, I mean, he, he's always talking about that song. Yeah. So. so, but that dude, he's like one of the craziest people. He's one of the like he's such a good, a nice guy too. He always treated us very well, and yeah. we're both very happy for him. 
Um, also taking took place on the tenth, Evolve seventy four in New York City. Drew Gulak defeated Jaka. Dustin defeated Chris Dickinson, who, Kate. by the way, Jaka, Chris Dickinson, and oh, who's the third person? I forget the third person they got signed to WWN. Oh, cool. Evolve. Yeah. Uh, you also had uh, Cage. Brian Cage defeated Darby Allen. Cody defeated Ethan Page. Jeff Cobb defeated Matt Riddle. For the Evolve Tag Team Championships, Catch Point retained the titles to defeat Peter Casa and Ricochet. And Dick Togo defeated Chris Hero. Like what a, like, what a random match. Like how, like that's the weirdest thing, man. And, that's, and he did that's really cool though. And, and yeah, and I think Togo did a uh, a seminar for them too, so that's like that's so crazy. That's like that's awesome. it really is so crazy. But that, yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. The next day, Evolve 75 in Melrose, Massachusetts. Jeff Cobb defeated Fred Yehi. Uh Chris Dickinson teamed up with Jaka to defeat Darby Allen and Peter Casa. Ethan Allen defeated Dick Togo. Uh, did you say Ethan Allen? Why did I say Ethan Allen? Did you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> 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 I think I saw I read Ethan and then my eyes went to Darby <laughs> Allen, so I said Ethan Allen by accident. <laughs> it's a that store. Wow. So that, that's a, it's a store, right? I, is it? Ethan Allen. Why is that name sound like it's a store? Know. It's a furniture store or something. <laughs> Come join us at Ethan Allen. I think it's that's, a furniture store here. Well that's never happened before. Ethan Page defeated Dick Togo. <laughs> Chris Hero defeated Dustin. Matt Riddle defeated Ricochet. And Tracy Williams defeated Drew Gulak. Uh, yeah. I wonder if this is Gulak's last indie date. I'm not positive. It could be. Yeah. So, also we had TNA Total Nonstop Deletion. A no DQ match. King Maxwell defeated Rockstar Spud. Yes, he did. Made his debut. debut. Yes. Well, no, not his debut. Well, his, I mean, really, yes. I mean, he has a victory over, oh, who did he pin? I forgot. Did He didn't uh, pin Disco Inferno, did he? No, no, no. Because Disco Inferno someone, randomly showed up and he was there. He pinned someone at an indie event. Yeah, but like this was his first like in-ring debut for TNA. Yeah. He came like I don't know, like he came out in uh, one of those cars that everybody wished they had when they were kids. <laughs> yeah, some people did have, but uh, I like was he? I wonder if like was he driving himself or was that remote control? How did that like? How did they get him to do everything they uh, needed the kid, him to? Like I don't know. He's a professional, dude. Yeah, he really is. So. Um, up next for the knockouts number one contendership. Uh, for the, the Knockouts Championship, Sienna issued an open challenge, and Vanguard 1 came out to accept the the match. Uh, only the referee said that due to the North Carolinian Athletic State Commission, North Carolina State Athletic Commission, uh -huh. um, drones are not allowed to fight humans. So... Sienna was waiting for another challenger, and ODB stepped up, making her return to TNA. 
which was so uneventful. I wasn't ha- happy for that. Sienna did defeat ODB, so she's the number one contender. Yeah, you had the Hardy House Rules match. Itchweed defeated Chet Sterling. Yes. I think he's a uh, Chet Sterling, I believe, is a trainee of the Hardy Boys. Ah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so. Yeah, tell me more about this, Chet Sterling. Uh, then you had the Impact, the TNA Heavyweight Championship match on the line, uh, Eddie Edwards versus Bobby Lashley, uh, which didn't end. It went into the Apocalypto match, <clears throat> which was just nuts. Just absolutely yeah. insane. Uh, but that match ended up ending with uh, the Hardy Boys on top. Yeah, and some of these tag teams, you had the Helms Dynasty. Uh, first, wait, was... Well, first, Helms Dynasty, Andrew Everett and Trevor Lee, uh, alongside Shane Helms, all heels. Uh, then they, what they what, I forget what the, the Lake of Wonder, whatever it's called. Uh-huh. The Lake of something. Shane Helms got tossed into it, and uh, Three Count was reincarnated with the Helms Dynasty, and then uh, he got tossed in again, <laughs> and Hurricane Helms was there to save the day, actually, turned, uh, I guess, became a face, or... Yeah. So, that was fun. Yeah, you had the Bravado Brothers, yeah. Uh Rock and Roll Express, The Decay, Rockstar Spud, and Swaggle. Yeah, Rockstar Spud. The <clears throat> Decay would not let uh, Rockstar Spud into the gate to compete in the match. And uh, unless he had a tag team partner, he goes, oh, my tag team partner's going to be huge. He's going to be here any second. He's going to be here. He's going to be here. And then finally he showed up, and through the darkness of the light came Swaggle, which I popped for. And then yeah, he, uh, and Swaggle actually turned on Spud and uh, got themselves eliminated from that. Yeah, yeah, the Death Crew Council, the Bruiserweights, and the Ugly duck, uh, Ducklings. Yeah, uh, the DCC got eliminated. Um, James Storm showed up, and some random guy got pinned and got them eliminated. Wasn't even on their team. So that was, like, kind of funny. Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah, Crazy Steve got shot out of a volcano. <laughs> a volcano? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy and Ricky Morton wrestled each other on cherry pickers. Yeah, so much randomness. Yeah, Animal randomly showed up, was there. Yeah. Uh, this was a super, super weird put-together match, but I was so pleased with this two-hour event. Um. <laughs> No young, no bucks of young, no uh, Wyatt family, no New Day, right? But that was expected. Come on, yeah. Which young bucks went to Twitter and been like, "Oh, we're still gonna face you," blah blah blah. And Matt's like, "Well, do it. You're here. We're here. You're here." They've already had like five matches together. Yeah, like they had that one match at uh, New. And then after that, everybody, like House of Hardcore, I feel like, and a bunch of other people were just like, let's book them. So it's not even, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would still love to see Young Bucks versus the Hardy Boys in uh, live because that would be an awesome match. But but this would be this interesting because, like, where does TNA go from here? I, we, I, like, I have no idea if they have TV even. 
Me neither. No. This was like billed as total nonstop deletion for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Oh, wait. So you think that this is. I have no clue. I I don't know if there's an. Do they not have. I don't know. I really have no clue. Huh. Why? Is something out there that they don't have a contract anymore? That was like weeks ago. So I don't know. They could definitely have next week's episode. I just don't know. Mm hmm. So, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's all we got to talk about the outside rig news and all that fun stuff. We're going to take a break and we'll be back here on Marking Out. This is Shane Hurricane Helms, and you're listening to Marking Out. And if not, what's up with that? Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 306. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Let's get on to some sports entertainment and talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. How was that? Not good? No, that was great. Uh, I I beg to differ. But uh, yeah, Monday Night Raw opened up with New Day. No? New Day? Uh, basically just cutting a promo about how they will become the longest reigning WWE Tag Team Champions. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. WWE World Tag Team Champions. Yeah. So, uh, their first match, their match had me, uh, super worried. It was very difficult to watch. Um... But New Day team makes it a great match, though. Yeah, Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston pick up the victory for the team against Cesaro and Sheamus and the club. Dude, it was like my nerves were like, oh, my God. It could have went either way. I mean, from this to the match later on, which, like, spoiler. Well, not really. But the entire night, New Day put on good match, great matches, and just completely it could have went either way. Yeah. I was like, dude, I was so, like – there were parts where the club, I was like, no, this is it. There were parts mm-hmm. where Cesaro and Sheamus, I was like, no, this is it. But it's, It made for great television. Yeah. Uh, and then afterwards, they had a party to celebrate uh, becoming, quote-unquote, the longest-reigning WWE Tag Team Champions, which I, I thought was immediately stupid because um, they didn't officially break the record until Wednesday. So there was mm-hmm. still like time to be stripped of a title or some, something like that. Yeah. Which they were partying and uh, accidentally uh, got champagne in Stephanie McMahon's eyes. So she she got angry and then stormed off. So Yeah. Which right um, then, right then and there, I was like, oh no, they're losing their titles tonight. Yeah. It was, it was very tough not to think otherwise. But next up, you had Strowman take on Axel and beat him. Uh, post-match, he cut a promo. And then Sami Zayn and Foley were backstage talking. Sami Zayn wanted his match against Axel. Foley t- threatening him, saying that he's going to be traded. But and that is for just, his best of him. It's so dumb that, like, oh, yeah, it's fine for Curtis Axel to face Braun Strowman. But it's not fine for Sami Zayn. Yeah, like I, I, I don't, I don't understand that. But I think Curtis Axel deserves a lot more. I agree with you. I tweeted out during Raw. I was like, 
here is the son of one of the best wrestlers ever getting treated as if he was David Flair. Yeah, I agree. And like, it's totally true. Like, there's so much untapped potential with with Curtis Axel, and it's just absurd that. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. The whole that whole Strowman thing, like, oh, he's not a he's not a wrestler, he's not an entertainer. But on the other hand, this sets up a lot with. I think that this sets up a good amount with Strowman, and I also think that Zayn. This does benefit Zayn too because they're starting to build up Zayn, and I feel like this is going to get a lot of even more crowd momentum behind Sami Zayn. No, I mean, they, and it's I, definitely, I'm, it's I'm definitely helping right now. Huh. It's definitely helping both of them out. I just I think it's the the dumbest writing within the story. It is okay. It is dumb within the story, but I think that it's beneficial to both wrestlers. So I'm okay with it. You know, it's it's not the worst, but it's not the best. It's I'll take it. Um, next up, you had Davari pick up the victory over no. Dorado. No, no contest. Oh yeah, sorry, no contest. Uh, I, uh, in Jack, my mind, I mean, Dorado, uh, Davari kind of picked up the victory. Yeah, that's true. Jack Gallagher came out and he announced that he intends to interrupt the match and then fight Davari. Um, I, I liked it, but I wish Dorado during that segment got like a quick roll up and then they brawled. Yeah. So. I agree with that. But I but, thought that, that was like super funny that. They did that because it's like yeah. normally it's like Gallagher. yeah normally it's like disrespectful when something like that happens like I say that's like a hundred percent WCW mm-hmm. something they would do but it it was like beneficial towards the feud it like it meant something yeah I I always like that stuff yeah so up next Seth Rollins hosted the Rollins Report I, I'm I'm assuming that's how it is given uh. I don't know yeah. if it's like a Stephen Colbert thing. Oh, yeah. Because I think that it, it happened after he did the John mm-hmm. Stewart Daily Show yep. thing. Yeah, so the Rollins Report, or Rapport, whatever you want to say it is. Uh, Kevin Owens was the guest, but he came out and sat on the stage. He didn't come anywhere near the ring. And then Jericho came out, and they agreed to uh, be together, and they beat up Seth Rollins, and... Roman Reigns made the save, and not really. They all brawled. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, next up, but, you had... Oh, well, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, backstage, though. Or no, was it backstage? No, Kevin Owens announced it, that they had... They had a tag team title shot that Stephanie McMahon made. New Day versus Jericho for the main event. Mm-hmm. And then later on, McFoley added Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins to that. Yeah. So. So right then and there, I'm like, no way. Like, I, I, there was I thought part, it was done. There were part of me that was like, oh, Jericho is going to be champion. But then there was also part of me that was like, nah, no, no, no. I was like, Shield and Jericho will, will obviously. The only thing to do in that match will be to cancel each other out, mm-hmm. leading to New Day being champion still. But yeah, it was tough. But then you ended up having Kendrick pick up the victory over TJP. Um, I really liked this match. I love that cradle suplex that 
uh, Kendrick did, and it was fun. I just think it was like a typical. It's just the cruiserweight championships just revolving around Kendrick, Perkins, and Swan right now. Yeah, I just I want I want more from this. I don't know. I feel like we've seen every form of Brian Kendrick versus T.J. Perkins. We've already need to see. Mm-hmm. And I like I hate dabbing. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. So I agree. I hate. So dabbing. the more and more T.J. Perkins does that, the more and more I just I, I, I agree. hate him. I really uh, I can't stand T.J. Perkins. Yeah. So all right. Up next, we saw a match that meant nothing. Still mm-hmm. stemming from Bailey giving a bear to Cedric Alexander. Bailey defeated Alicia Fox. I, like, what else do we say? The That's raw, it. the raw, the raw women's division is just Sasha Banks and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, I, I, they're not even second place. They're like third fiddle. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Is there it's... a thing? Is there a thing for for like fourth? Maybe. Um, yeah. And then what about this next segment with Rusev and Lana? <sighs> I yeah, mean, I know. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not terrible, but it builds up a feud at least. Yeah. I mean, Lana and Rusev, basically, they were just speaking about how they beat up Enzo Amore. And then Big Cass came out and brawled with Rusev. So yeah. it sets up Roadblock. Yeah. Up next, they aired a video package for Emelina. She did not make her debut like she was supposed to, so they Brodus Clayed her. Mm-hmm. Or more recent, they Kurt hawkins her. And then you had Sami Zayn taking on Jinder Mahal, picking up the victory, and Foley saying that he officially traded Zayn to SmackDown for Eva Marie. No, no. Wasn't it? He has the contract. For, oh, he has the contract. Okay. For the trade. And he said, I have, I made the trade with Daniel Bryan for the person on the SmackDown roster who is most equal to you. And which right away when you hear that, I'm like, is it going to be Miz? Maybe it's going to be Miz. And then uh, Foley goes, even Marie. And everyone's like, oh, like you see that the gif of everybody like doing that and falling over and stuff. Yeah. That's what played. Um, so Sami Zayn got super pissed off. And Mick Foley's like, is that what you want? And, mm-hmm. and Zayn's like, no, Mick, it's not what I wanted. I just wanted a match with Braun Strowman, but here you are trading me for this, blah, blah, blah. And then it was just a... Mick Foley revealed, oh, I never even had a contract. It's a blank it's a blank page. Mm-hmm. And then he granted Strowman the match with Strowman. Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's like in one hand it's it's a, a powerful promo, but at the same time it's like Ugh. I just it's just like I don't know. I thought it was kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. And and it's like also it's like it's bad because it's like you're putting down other talent. Yeah, I guess so. so. I guess I agree with you. But the main um, event of the Yes, get on to that. We saw for the WWE Tag Team Championships New Day, Biggie Langston and Xavier Woods this time defeating The Shield and Jarek KO. Um, 
Like, if you thought the the first match was super nerve-wracking... Yeah, this one. This was off the charts. Far. This was off the charts. Especially since the other two teams in the in the match are, like, main event names. It yeah, was, I it was back and forth. It could have went either way. But I am very happy with the way that it ended. I also, I really enjoyed that Xavier Woods was able to help defend the titles, taking them to history. Yeah. Because you had earlier in the night Kofi Kingston, now you had Xavier Woods instead. Yeah, I think it's cool that they changed it up. So And then after after the match, uh, Jericho yelled at Kevin Owens and said this was it, so... Yeah, but it was it was such an awesome match, and like as soon as Woods picked up the victory, it's like a weight just like lifted off his shoulders. It's like oh, we can finally rest easy. They're going into Tuesday to tie, and then Wednesday to break the record. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so New Day is the longest reigning WWE champions, ever, which leaves it now. Will they lose it at the next pay per view? I don't think they're going to lose so. it at Roadblock. I hope they don't lose it at Roadblock. Yeah. All right. So, next up, let's talk about some Smacketh Downeth. Yeah. Shane O'Mac and Daniel Bryan were backstage in the office, and James Ellsworth came in coughing and whatever, said he was sick. So, Shane McMahon moved the match and said that there's going to be a new number one contender for now. Uh, and then they set up a fatal four-way after the Miss TV segment. Yeah. Which took place Miss TV with AJ Styles, uh, which AJ Styles claimed there was nobody else left for him to beat. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Dean Ambrose came out, Dolph Ziggler came out, and uh, everyone hit moves on each other, and then the lights went out and Luke Harper appeared. Yeah. Which I popped for. Um, next up, you ended up having Carmella picking up the victory over Natalia. Natalia trying to cut, what? You sound like you want to say that name differently? Yeah, how, how? Carmella. Carmella. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, but Natalia trying to cut a promo before, uh, the match, and I was not a fan of it. Well, she was pleading to Nikki that it wasn't her that attacked her at Survivor Series. Yeah. So, it's like a... Because Nikki was on commentary, but it was like it's like a really long buildup for something that gets weaker as the days fly past Survivor Series. Yeah. So I don't know what they're doing with this. I don't it's care like, what they're doing it's with like, this. It's like it's completely in Natalia's character to have attacked Nikki Bella. So I don't understand why they're trying to make it convince us that it's not. I guess I have no clue. I don't either. I got no explanation for it. Up next. For the number one contendership of the tag team titles, there was a a battle royal. I yeah. guess you would say, yeah. The Hype Bros picked up the victory against American Alpha, Heath Slater and Rhino, Brazongo, the Ascension, and the Vaude Villains. Um, I thought since I thought last week the Hype Bros were like number one contenders mm-hmm. because they. Defeated the Ascension. They were both yeah. talking. They were both. They cut promos about championships. Yeah, but this match was. Now they're definitely the number one contenders. But unfortunately, at the end of the match. First of all, uh, before we even say that, when the end of the match came, 
I thought the Ascension might actually win that. Yeah. I would have been completely fine with it since I said my thoughts on that last week. But at the last second, Zack Ryder eliminated Connor. Yeah, but on the upon that elimination, he skinned the cat and he ended up rupturing his patella tendon. On very unfortunately, it's not skinning the cat. It was like a hard. Well, yeah, he didn't skin the cat. He just held on to the rope. But skinning the cat would have been him pulling himself back over, which I would. I think that he probably was going to. Actually, maybe not. But unfortunately, he did tear his patella tendon, and we wish him a speedy recovery. He did undergo surgery. Um, and hopefully he's going to be out for a few months. Hopefully he has, as I said, a speedy recovery and feels better. Yeah. I mean, that's totally sucks. So, so right now SmackDown has to work to find another, uh, more, I guess, new, new number one contenders. Mm -hmm. Um, the Usos are, um, I know one of them were injured. I don't know which one. I know they're getting ready to come back, mm-hmm. which so is Naomi. She was injured, so she's ready to come back soon. Yeah. So it's probably – well, I don't even know. Could it be the Usos? They're kind of not like light. Oh, nah. They're not even – they're heels right now, so who knows? Yeah. But Zack Ryder, come back stronger. Definitely. Yeah. Up next, we were going to see a match – uh, Alexa Bliss versus Diana Perrazzo, but Alexa Bliss deemed her unworthy of facing her, calling her Jane Ellsworth, uh, and then attacked her and tossed her out of the ring. And then Becky Lynch came out and demanded a rematch, and Alexa Bliss said no, but Shane McMahon came out and was like, yes, we're setting that match up. And that match did not disappoint. I thought it was actually a fun match to watch. Well, first, even before that, it's awesome that Peraza was on SmackDown. And WWE needs to sign her. That's like a thing that needs to happen. Um, As far as Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss, yeah. Becky Lynch picked up the victory over Bliss via countout. Because Bliss, I guess, faked a knee injury. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then after Becky won, she attacked Bliss and tossed her back in the ring. Then they brawled and, and Bliss escaped. So yeah, I, I like how she's selling up the, she sells like the way she was selling the fake knee injury. I agree. Like oh, after, yeah. After like when they were brawling after the match, she was like, as if like, oh yeah, I have a fake knee injury I need to sell. And like went back to selling it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. It was awesome. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, next up, you had the main event of the evening. Ziggler picked the victory over Ambrose Harper Miz to become the number one contender for the WWE Championship. It was a fatal uh, four-way elimination match. Yeah. The only person that I really wanted to see win this was Luke Harper. I agree. Same. Um, although I'm not, I'm not, not well, I'm not disappointed with AJ Styles versus Dolph Ziggler again. Because, eh. I mean, I think, what was the only one time that we saw that match? Yeah, but I would have liked Harper to be in this. I mean, Ambrose I'm, just, defeated, I'm just happy that we're not seeing Ambrose versus AJ. I agree. Ambrose defeated the Miz. Ambrose defeated Harper, and then Ziggler picked up the victory over Ambrose. So, but the Miz cost Ambrose that match too. So maybe we'll end up seeing Ambrose go after the Miz, which again was something I didn't want to see. But guess all it's signs, Ambrose had him there. 
all signs do point towards that. So yeah, but all right. after yeah, so uh, yeah, cool. So do you want to go into talking about some tribute to the troops? Yeah, tribute to the troops took place in Washington D.C. this past week. Uh, well, do you want to just run down everything or just matches? Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus picked up the victory over the club and Golden Truth and Shiny Stars becomes the number one contenders for the tag team championship. Which, that's a shame. Like, the, cause I, how many times are we going to see Cesaro and Sheamus versus New Day? How many times yeah. are we going to see the club versus New Day? Well, yeah, but now now what I said last week, I think Sheamus is going to get pick up the victory for them. And they're going to be the next WWE champion, tag team champions. I don't think they should lose it so soon, though. That's tomorrow. I don't want to see that. I can see it happening. If not, Royal Rumble. So Apollo Crews picked up the victory over Miz, thanks to uh, Gabriel Iglesias introducing this match. Yeah, you also had the Wyatt family. Which was, that was for... set up on SmackDown, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wyatt family picked up the victory over American Alpha and Dolph Ziggler. Very surprising. I would like to see Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton create some sort of a double team move. I know that they've been doing – well, they did that they sister do, well, Abigail. Yeah, it's, it's not – I mean, yeah. It's just like the kiss and then he lets him go kind of like yeah. while they're teased. It's an interesting take of it, but I, I really like this now. Um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton together. I like that Bray, Randy Orton is – I see it, it as him finally doing something in the to ha- benefit everybody else. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's done that for his Ziggler, but I feel like this is really good. Yeah, I'm still not super satisfied with that, though. It's like I'm, I still like the less of Randy Orton we get to see, the better. I think. Yeah, but I'm I'm becoming more and more. Um, um, Bailey picked up a victory over Dana Brooke, which she was with Charlotte. Um, is that even a thing? That's not like how long ago. I know, right? Uh, yeah, who cares? Uh, Gallagher and Rich Swan, TJP picked up the victory over Gulak, Kendrick, and Nice. Which uh, was surprising that we got to see cruiserweight action for this. Um, awesome that we did, and I think it's the first time in WWE in the present WWE that we didn't have purple ropes and everything for yeah. a cruiserweight match. Um, also, I guess WWE, like, didn't want to have Davari in there. Smart. Isn't that weird, though? It's weird, (laughs) but look at how much controversy that could cause. I mean, but, like, look at the... Muhammad Muhammad Hassan, his career. Yeah. Stuff like that. But it's just, I mean, like, considering the the actual match, it's like... Actually, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know their views of that. It's also but super. It, this this tribute to the troops was super weird, because like it, it like normally there's like no storyline whatsoever, and uh, this year there was like storyline that leads to stuff. There's um, what was I gonna say? Oh, the people were booing people. Yeah, like normally the only people that get booed are like anti Santas. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of a sudden, like, you have Roman Reigns coming out being booed by, like, I don't know if they were troops or the family of troops. Yeah. But, but uh, the main, yeah, event, main event, we saw a big cast teaming up with Roman Reigns to defeat Kevin Owens and Rusev. 
for tribute troops. Yeah, I was impressed with this match. I thought it was a nice match to end the show. Yeah, I thought you. Said I thought it was fun. Like I, how many I matches? How many times have I said that this match was fun? On this episode alone. Yeah. Eighteen. Right. So many times. I need to change up my vocab. You're like for this. another fun match, Ethan Allen. <laughs> wow, you're so funny. Are you kidding me? Sorry. All right, so let's talk about some roadblock. End of the line. We got predictions to take place. Let's go with Sami Zayn versus. This is the second. This is the second WWE roadblock of the year, by the way. Taking place at the PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So you got Strowman taking on Sami Zayn. I'm going to go with Strowman. I'm going to say Sami Zayn. Makes no sense. How, where does that go from there? I don't know. I just can't see how do you not How do you not Zane. start with the kickoff show? Oh, I forgot that that was the kickoff show. All right, so Rusev versus Cass. I'm going... I'm going with Rusev. I'm going to go with Cass. Even though it makes no sense for Rusev to win there. Yeah. Also, they announced Sam Roberts is sitting in for uh, the kickoff show. As long as it's not Pete Roberts, or whatever his name is. Not Pete Roberts. <laughs> Robertson? Robert, Rosenberg. I don't know. Yeah, that guy. Rosenberg. Um, Mark Rosenberg. <laughs> Y2J taking on Seth Rollins. Who you got? Uh, I'm going with Seth Rollins here. I got to agree with you. Going with Rollins as well. But um, next. Also, you didn't mention the fact that Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman have a ridiculous 10-minute time limit. Yeah, about that. Like the, the only you think sh- it could go to actually... I mean, uh, yes, that's tight. I think it could go to a 10-minute draw. That would make more sense. I'm going to actually take Strowman. I'm going. I'm choosing a draw. I'm going to say that too then. Whoa, you can't copycat. Well, I mean, all first right. of all, I would, would have probably said that in the first place had you introduced the match correctly. <laughs> all right, so we're both going with a draw? Yeah. All right. For the WWE Cruiserweight Championship, a triple threat match. Champion Rich Swan will be taking on TJ Perkins and the Brian Kendrick. I'm going with Rich Swan. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to retain. Uh, you have Universal. No, uh, Sasha Banks, <laughs> the women's champion, defending against Charlotte Flair in a 30 minute Ironman match. I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. It better be Sasha Banks. I will be, like, because there's every pay per view, Charlotte Flair seems to pick up the victory after, after Sasha wins it on Raw. I know. I think it would be stupid for us to for us to not pick Charlotte here. But I You're going I, Charlotte? No, no, absolutely not. You're going I'm Banks. Going, okay. I'll be so I'll be so pissed. I know. All right, so Universal Championship, Kevin Owens taking on Roman Reigns. I'm going KO. You, how's that the main event? I'm I'm leaving out the other one. Why? For last cuz I feel like that one's going to be the Interesting one to pick. First of all, back to the the Sasha Banks and Charlotte thing. I, if if Charlotte Flair wins that, that would mean in eight months there were six, seven title reigns and only two champions. And that's I, I would be so pissed if that happens. Me too. All right. So Universal Champion, who are you picking? I, I mean, I. I'm going Kevin Owens. There. Yeah, it'll be difficult to not. Okay. Yeah, KO all the way. 
So now this matches the difficult. Because that's going to lead to Seth Rollins finally getting Kevin Owens at like the Royal Rumble. Triple H costing Seth Rollins the match. And then you got bada WrestleMania bada set up. Boom, WrestleMania <clears throat> in Orlando, Florida. How you doing? So tag team title on the line. New Day defending against Cesaro Sheamus. Okay, I'm going to choose New Day. I'm going to choose New Day. Ah. Well, that was uneventful. I really thought for a moment you were going to go with Cesaro Sheamus, even though I could see Sheamus picking up the victory for them, but I think this could carry over until Royal Rumble. No reason why not to save it for a bigger pay-per-view. Like yeah, a big especially pay-per-view. since what, what kind of pay-per-view is this? Exactly. But, but as of today, I believe New Day are tag team champions for 482 days. Yeah, so Mazel Tov on this joyous Four, occasion. 483 um, but yeah. So yeah, let's get into your shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It's time for the shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Also, go check out Eric at MTL Broski. Good old Montreal Broski there. First thing in the morning. Go watch that. Team Awesome 418. Go check them out at Team Awesome 418. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. Thank you very much to everyone who supports us. We really do appreciate it. Go like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and all of that fun stuff. Brandon, do you have any shout outs? Brandon, shout outs. Robert De Niro. Bob Backlund. Alan Thick gets the first shout out. Unfortunately, this past week he passed away. Uh, for me, growing up, Growing Pains is one of my favorite TV shows. So it really yeah, sucks, I, sucks he died. I agree. I used to always love watching that show. Um, very unfortunate. Yeah. Stinks. And I always wanted to meet him too. He had one of the best voices, I thought, too. Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, contributed so much to television and. Theme, theme shows and stuff. Not theme shows. Theme songs. Mm-hmm. Wrote the facts of life with his wife. So, yeah. Sad. Uh, next up, The Rock gets a shout-out because Rock the Troops aired on Spike TV this week, and I thought it was awesome. And I hope he, he, I hope he hosts it again next year. They were at the Pearl Harbor base. It was really good. I agree. You should check it out if you did not watch it. I'm sure it's on Spike TV. I did not TV. watch it. I'm sure it's on demand for Spike TV if anyone's listening and wants to watch it. It was awesome. Uh, Tenacious D was there. Leonard Skinner sang. It was cool. Uh, and then the last shout-out goes to the Hershey Kisses Christmas commercial. Uh, I didn't see it. What do you mean you didn't see it? It's just it's been on since it. we were kids. Oh, is it the Jingle Bell one? Yeah. No, it's okay. We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's one of my favorite uh, holiday commercials that we see around this time of year. So, yeah. You have any favorite holiday commercials or... Favorite holiday commercials? Um, maybe the M&M's where, with uh, Santa. I like, yeah. I like... I use that in, like, everyday life, though. Like, and I, I don't know if when people watch, I mean, watch our tweets on during Monday Night Raw and stuff, you'll see it most 
most of the time where like Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal's wrestling randomly. I'm like, he does exist. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm I'm referencing that. Yeah, I think it may be that. Uh, what about holiday uh, music? Since Christmas is coming up next. Holiday next music. Week, yeah. Um, let's see. Hmm. Holiday music. I don't know. Little drummer boy, or whatever. Um, like I don't a know. Specific person or no? I don't know. There's a few songs that I like, but. I mean, Baby It's Cold Outside is always a good song. That's the worst song ever. Yeah, okay. That's literally <laughs> the worst song ever. I, so, I hate that song. I really hate that song. That stinks for it, you. It's about a woman who's saying no, and the guy keeps saying, oh, come on. It won't <laughs> and then he So goes, what about you? What no, about no, no, no. Uh-uh. Then he's like, oh, come on, please. And she goes, no, I got to go. And she goes, maybe I'll just have a half a drink more. And then like later on in the song, she's like, oh, what's in this drink? It's like, what, did he slip or something? I don't, I don't understand this. These Some of these Christmas songs are super out there. But, yeah, uh, so what about movie-wise? Movie-wise? Is that what you said? I like a movie. I guess Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone is up there. Which uh, I was going to say, I think my, my favorite holiday song would be Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree oh. by Brenda Lee, which is in... Actually, no, mine is Felice Navidad. Is it? Yeah, Felice Navidad I like a lot. Tell me you wouldn't be disappointed if you went to see somebody famous for a holiday song and they didn't play that song in concert. I wouldn't be disappointed at all. You wouldn't be disappointed? Nope. I would would be personally disappointed. All right. Yeah, so those are my shout-outs. Moving on to our... Our... That's right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, I have two. Uh, one comes from Tribute to the Troops, seeing uh, backstage the club all together with New Day, with the yeah. Shield all together as well. Marked out for that as well. That was a really cool moment where they were trying to figure out who is the better trio. So maybe at one point we'll see a nine-man tag in the future or something? DLC match between the three of them. Imagine that, dude. That'd be cool. It would make no sense, but <laughs> would be really I mean, you, cool. You could, you can add the Wyatts in there too. Yeah, but that's like complete fantasy. You would, it's just that would never happen. I know. But uh, my second mark out moment of the week is the fact that yesterday, uh, WWE randomly released uh, on iTunes WWE Uncaged, which uh, has a bunch of unreleased theme songs on it. So I definitely, I, I was like, I'm like picking like, oh, I'm going to purchase this one. I purchased this one. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to buy the whole album. It's only 10 bucks. So, I, and I had iTunes credit. So I bought that. It's got, All right. it's got Jericho's first theme song that like they never released. Mm-hmm. Which it's basically the one that he has now, but like different. Uh, mean Street Posse's theme songs on there. Tataka's theme song. Jeez. So I'm, I'm hoping that WWE does more albums like this because mm-hmm. there are so many unreleased theme songs that need to be released but the original smackdown theme songs on that they have uh <laughs> and then finally they released the two acoustic theme songs from wrestlemania 30 
from the video package with uh, Randy Orton and Batista, their theme songs, which like very cool. I've been waiting for that for years, so I'm there super super happy that this got released. But uh, that was the Mark I moment of the week. That was our show this week. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash out At BTTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore MO, youtube.com slash out 11 Email us some, if you have anything to email us, out one at gmail.com. Yes. Go to markinout.com. Uh, check out past episodes, current episodes. And ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. We wish you the The best best of luck in your future. Oh, wow. You good, bro? No, redo that. Yeah, redo that one. But leave this in. We wish you the, the. Best of luck in your future endeavors. endeavors. Have a fantastic week. Oh.